welcome into the latest episode of the Denver Pioneer Coaches Show on 104.3 The Fan HD3 from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios and presented by Johnson Financial Group. My name is Tyler Mon. as we continue rolling along through the month of August. We are already uh, getting set for students to return to campus and everything to return to kind of normal life at the University of Denver and thrilled to be joined this week by Pioneer's head triathlon coach, Barbara Perkins. Barbara, it's so good to, to meet you uh, over Zoom. It's, I know, been a really exciting last few years. Uh, for this program at, at DU. Um, first off, how was the summer? How was it kind of getting back into the swing of getting kids on campus, getting everything rolling? Yeah, it's been a little crazy. We've been on campus a little over a couple weeks now, um, and the team is really just hitting the ground running. We're in really good shape this summer, and they've got really high expectations. So it's been awesome so far. One of the uh, the coolest things about the the coaches show this year, obviously rotating through different sports, is we're getting a chance to sort of expose Pioneers fans to sports that maybe they haven't followed uh, super closely over the last several years. If you are giving, you know, kind of the elevator pitch uh, to Pioneers hockey fans or basketball fans or soccer fans or volleyball fans about what DU Triathlon is about, uh, especially as a, a sport that, um, you know, has kind of just come onto the scene, is still uh, gaining ground in terms of its NCAA status, uh, how do you describe it to fans who don't necessarily know triathlon all that well yeah i like to describe it as the wild wild west right now uh we're still figuring out what our identity feels like a lot of that in college sports (laughs) yeah so we're still figuring out our identity a little bit as a sport uh i'm also on the board of directors so i kind of get to be a direct influence on it which is awesome but um it's a half a mile 750 meter swim uh 12 mile bike and a 5k or three mile run So you have to do all three sports. Um, There's transitions between the three sports and that counts as part of your time. So you can't lollygag and transition. And uh, there's uh, this year, we're going to do a regular season ranking. We're going to go to regionals where you qualify for nationals. And then at nationals, uh, we are going to compete against division one, two, and three for the first time this year. So every, uh, every team is on the line at the same time, and you can still have individual national champions and team champions through each division. Um, but we are still thinking about maybe adding a shorter distance. We're thinking about adding relays. So we're still, like I said, figuring out our identity, but it's a really fun sport. And, um, even like this weekend, we're going to do an aquathon. That's going to be a 200 swim and a thousand run. Um, So that's kind of a non-traditional race, but um, yeah, it's just so much fun to be a part of it. And there's so many women I talk to that are saying, oh, I wish, you know, that would have been a sport or, you know, I would have had the opportunity to do this. So that's one of the the most fun things about being involved is just getting uh, more women involved in sports. And, you know, like young girls are looking up to the women on our team and, even older women are like, oh man, I really just am so amazed by these these girls on your team. So just top end and bottom down, like all around the community. It's really fun. And then me on the opposite side of that, I would be sunken to the bottom of the pool by like 18 <laughs> strokes in. Um, <laughs> you do get a chance that you'll host Colorado Mesa this weekend um, yeah. for that Aquathon. Uh, and you will um, sort of be into, you know, the flow of your, your season events, the fall events. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it's not as much of a jam-packed week-to-week schedule, um, you know, maybe as some other sports that Pioneers fans are familiar with, but just the exhaustion level of, uh, you know, those first few weeks, I would imagine, especially. Um, when you are at this stage of the year, knowing that you're just a few days, what is the the daily routine like for you and your athletes to get ready for Saturday and get ready for the visit to TCU a couple weeks after that? 
Yeah. Um, so the first, you know, week, week and a half we come in, most of them are not coming in being at altitude. So we do a little bit of ad adaptation. Uh, we've had a tradition the last couple of years where we do relays on the first Saturday after they get on campus. I think it's a really fun way to mix up the teams and do some team bonding um, and they get a race a little bit hard and see where they kind of stack up against each other. And then uh, this year is a little bit different because we are we are doing regular season rankings and we are going to that race at TCU. So that's kind of the first part of the season. That's kind of a target race for us. It's the first time we get a race against some of the top uh, division one teams. There's a couple new teams. University of Arizona will be there. TCU will be there. This is their first year competing. So it's our first chance to get a look at where everybody else is at and, you know, how we move forward and how we um, need to work on things. But we're doing a little bit more volume right now. We're starting to integrate a little bit of speed in. Uh, so this race this weekend is just kind of like a fast, hard workout for us. And then like really focusing on that TCU race and then regionals and nationals are the big kind of focuses for the season. Let's go back uh, a few years. You get named to this post uh, as the first head coach in, in DU triathlon history in July of 2020. And the world is so weird at that point. And you get this job, uh, you know, you get a chance to to start this program and get it on legs. But things felt so different uh, in the context of not just collegiate athletics, but obviously everything. When you think back on, you know, three years and, and two months ago, basically, what was that like for you getting hired? I would imagine, you know, you're trying to interact with with staff and with athletes and stuff, and it's probably all virtual. When you think back to those first few weeks and months, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I guess I got a little bit lucky because I was already here on campus with the swim team. So I did have some relationships already established with people on campus. But you're right, like when we announced it, um, we, we, we announced it in July, we started the team in August. And so I had to, I had to field a team and we couldn't meet in person. So I did virtual tryouts for that first season, which was wild. Uh, I just had girls like send me their times, like pictures of their watches or like Strava. And that's how I cobbled together the first team. That and we actually crazy. had, yeah, we had some really, you know, talented women that came in and they worked really hard. And um, it, it's amazing. Like, especially even just this last weekend, we were out, you know, for a group ride and I just, had this moment where I was looking at the team and I was just like, wow, we've come so far in the last, you know, couple of years and the team has really grown and matured and they've taken on um, like this team culture that I've cultivated and they, they've started taking ownership and, and they really just are thriving right now. So it's, it's really fun to, you know, be at the bottom of the ground, like the groundwork for a program and see it build up in it in such a wild time too. We, we were supposed to compete in the fall of 2020 and the season was canceled. So right. we didn't race until the spring. Uh, so everything was backwards uh, <laughs> sort of, but it it's come so far and it's been really fun to watch it grow. From year to year, what do you think uh, the biggest learning experience for you has been, um, you know, kind of getting to the point where you are now, like you said, on the board of directors and being so heavily involved with the future of the sport um, from that first fall when you didn't get a season, everything got bumped back to where you are now. What's been the biggest point of of learning for you? I think um, since we are a smaller team, uh, we have nine girls on the team. That's kind of where we found our happy place so in between like eight to 10 athletes. I think each person on the team is so important and it's not just about their race performance it's about who they are as a person and what they bring to the team so I think bringing in the right people so that 
the team gels, they want to work hard, but it's not a cutthroat environment. They're not, you know, tearing each other down. They're, they're building each other up. So that's been the most important lesson through the last couple of years. You uh, coming up this weekend, um, this this race, the Aquathon against uh, Mesa will be the second ever race on campus. You hosted Mile High Relays last year. What does that mean for you, for your staff uh, and for your program to be able to do stuff on campus and kind of showcase, um, you know, what Denver Athletics is all about and really what your program is all about? Yeah, I think last year hosting the Mile High Relays, you know, some of the programs that have been around now, you know, close to 10 years said that this is one of the most fun events that they've ever had having that team aspect um you know triathlon is a weird sport that it's individual but it's also a team sport but this was a relay so they're working together with their team and they don't usually get to have that opportunity and the people that came and watched it also like had such a fun time because it's like a little bit faster paced they were running inside the pool they're running outside they're running back inside and outside and we had a really great turnout so it was just fun to introduce, you know, like our team to the community and the DU campus. And I'm really looking forward to hosting another event here this, this year. Um, this, this time of year is so cool for, you know, obviously for those of us who just get to observe DU athletics, but I would imagine being in the building, um, and, you know, seeing your athletes come back on campus, seeing everybody else come back on campus. And then as students do, what's the energy like in the building right now for you guys, especially knowing that you've got your first action coming up in a few days, but even just being in the offices, getting a chance to finally be around everyone after the summer, what's the energy like in the building? Yeah, it's just, it's kind of building right now. There's, you know, men and women's soccer and women's volleyball are all on campus. And so are we, so we're all the fall sports and some of the other athletes are starting to trickle in. So it's just like a, kind of this building of energy. And we've had, you know, a couple soccer games here on campus. I'm not sure if we've had a volleyball game yet, but um, yeah, you can just feel the the energy growing. So I, I love, love this time of year. It, and especially for us, we get, you know, almost a month before school starts to be on campus and train. So I call it training camp. It's, it's a, just a really unique time where we can focus just on triathlon, just on team culture and um, get our feet under us a little bit before the school year starts. You touched on it a little bit there. How important is that time for your team together when it's just focusing on getting in shape, being around each other? There's not classes yet. You're not dealing with a whole lot of other people on campus. That training camp phase, what does that do to set you up for the next few months? I think it's just so imperative to have that solid foundation to to carry into the season. If you come in and there's a bunch of other stuff going on, like you may not have as much time to spend together. And if you're on a bigger team, you may not always like be able to get everybody together in one spot. But since we're a little bit of a smaller team, it's it's a little bit easier to to get us together. And so just the memories that they're building, you know, like we're going in a van ride down to Chatfield to do an open water swim. Like those are the moments like that you'll remember and cherish for the rest of your life on a team like this. All right, Barbara, we're going to talk uh, a lot about your roster when we return. We're going to step aside for a quick timeout and bring it on back from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios presented by Johnson Financial Group. It's the Denver Pioneer Coaches Show on 104.3 The Fan HD3. Continuing along on the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show on 104.3 The Fan presented by Johnson Financial Group and from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios, my name is Tyler Mon. We're talking Pioneers Triathlon this week with Denver head coach Barbara Perkins as DU gets set to go against Colorado Mesa uh, at home on campus coming up on Saturday, September 2nd. Um, Barbara, this year you've got a, a roster that has some uh, returnees. You've got five returnees. You've got four newcomers. Three of those are freshmen. Um, you've got a couple of freshmen 
freshman from Canada. You've also got a fascinating grad student who comes in in Marin York, uh, who comes from CU's club team, which is a nationally renowned club team. She was also in the Air Force has a background in pentathlon. Um, tell me a little bit about her and then about the rest of your newcomers for this year. Yeah, uh, Marin is a very, like you said, a very interesting individual. She she grew up in Colorado Springs. She was kind of recruited to the Olympic development team for modern pentathlon. And then she went to school at CU Boulder and she had this multi-sport background. She just told us this story, like her coach is like, Hey, like, why don't you just like try a triathlon and like, see how it goes. And she loved it. So she jumped uh, into that. And then midway through her college, um, like sophomore and junior year, she went uh, uh, to the middle East and served in the air force. So uh, it, that in itself is such a, an amazing, you know, I don't know, sacrifice and honor that she did that. And then uh, she comes back and, um, you know, finishes out two years. She's been a top uh, level athlete. She's gotten her professional license and been in the top 10 at, at college nationals. Um, but that that's still impressive. There's still some really talented athletes there. So when she reached out, you know, I, I've done it the past couple of years. I had Melissa Funes last year. I had Emily Pincus the year before. I think having a grad student with you know, leadership qualities, someone who's been on a team before, I thought that was super important to have that experience um, and that motivation. So really excited. Um, she's been working really hard this summer and, and came in really good shape. She's ready to, you know, fight for the team, even though she's changing over to DU colors and leaving the DU buffs behind or the buffs behind, I guess. Uh, so yeah, that's really cool. Um, Mara, uh, Caro, she is the now the newest Canadian national champion. Uh, she had a stellar summer season. She she's been on the podium a couple times. She just got fourth place this past weekend in Edmonton. She's headed out to Veracruz, Mexico this weekend for an Olympic distance triathlon. She's also going to be competing in U23 Worlds. So she's a she's an older freshman. She's 20. Um, she went to a kind of a prep school that they have in Canada. So she's a little more mature. She's got international race experience, which was also great to elevate the program, you know, a little bit more. And then Alex Campbell, another fellow Canadian, she's a freshman this year, but she's coming in. She's super talented. Um, she's a little uh, raw, I would say, just like has so much potential, but is still learning the sport and has already ha like had some great success. So I'm really excited to kind of help her develop uh, into the potential that I think I, I see. And then Cameron Bell um, is just another kind of good story. Like I like to find these people that have multi-sport backgrounds, bring them in, develop them and turn them into triathletes. So she's been a swimmer, a water polo player. Uh, her dad's into triathlons. So she's rode bikes with him. She's done a couple triathlons. Um, so I just kind of want to see like where she can go with the sport. This is uh, going into your fourth year, your third recruiting class. How has the, I mean, especially not having to recruit and and uh, have people try out virtually, obviously, is one step in the right direction. But how has the recruiting process changed as this program has gotten established over the last few years? Yeah, I think uh, we put ourselves, you know, on the map now where we got third in the country last year. We got fourth the, the year before. So we've we've shown that we can be, you know, a top contender in, in the, the national rankings. And uh, we... I don't know. I really am excited about the, where the future of this team is going. I think adding these people this year and already kind of seeing our recruiting class coming together for next year, 
uh, we're just, we keep building. And like I said, you know, previously having the right people bringing them in, they still have really high goals, but they're going to be supportive of their teammates. And I think that's, that's the key. And maybe not other programs aren't doing the same way that I am, but that's, you know, my niche and that's where, that's where my heart is. So I think you have to follow your, your instincts and, and, and let it flourish. For your returnees, you've got, uh, you know, multi-time second team, all Americans coming back, top 10 finishers coming back, people who contributed to that third place finish at nationals last year. Tell us about the the core group that you have that's back from, from last season and gets a chance to do it again this year. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Ebenstein, um, you know, before she came in, she, she was not really like that heavily recruited of an athlete. She was thinking about doing club triathlon and I brought her in and she, you know, she becomes a second team All-American her first year. She barely like gets beaten out by the defending national champion and gets bumped to 11th place last year. And she's just super hungry and motivated and she loves this team. She, she would just do anything for them. So I'm really happy to have her back. Clara Normand um, came from Wagner. Um, she also just really helped elevate our team last year. She, she just has this like presence when she comes in to work out, she's like one of the hardest working people you'll ever meet. And just, she's, um, willing to help out her teammates. And so I, I just want to see her like perform to the potential that she has at, at nationals. She, she got 18th this last year, I think, or right around there and then 21st the year before so I think she should be in that top 10 top 15 realm and then Avery Faulkner um she is kind of the heart and soul of this team I would say she's just one of the nicest people ever she's also in Air Force ROTC so we have a little bit more of that you know in the fold but she um last year had a mechanical at um nationals unfortunately but she ran through the field she finished the race and like her performance was one of the most inspiring of the year. Like everybody else saw her keep going and continue on. And they said that, you know, help them like keep running hard and finishing for this team. Like we are doing it for this team. And then uh, we have Elizabeth Harita, who's another one of those diamond in the roughs that I like to find that has a multi-sport background. Again, not like heavily recruited and she comes in and, you know, podiums at her first, you know, college race. So um, we've been working on her run a little bit. So I, she can be a threat if we, if we can unlock that run a little bit more. And then Toko Daimar has a background in triathlon. Um, she had been doing more like Nordic skiing and mountain biking and cross-country racing. So she's just built this whole year. And, and this summer, she really started, you know, seeing some drops in time. So I'm also ex excited to see what she can do for us this season. One of the things you, you mentioned earlier, um, the success that you guys had as a program last year, you finished third of the national championships. That's the highest finish in University of Denver history for a women's program. Um, and that is not something to, to be taken lightly with all the success that this athletic department has on a, a regular basis. What did that mean to you, not just to to put a stamp on this program um, and, you know, to open some doors, obviously, for uh, athletes to be interested in maybe coming to Denver and being part of this, um, but to contribute to sort of the story of Denver athletics by being able to do something like that so early on in such a young program? Yeah, I am very competitive. I will not lie. Um, so it is, you know, my goal to get us a national title and bring it home to Denver. So um, that's um, what motivates me. But I also think that because of our team culture and how much, you know, the girls love and support each other, that's why we perform so well. The races 
where they're enjoying their themselves and like having a good time with each other. Those are the, our best performances. The, you know, regional championship title we got a couple of years ago at Smith Mountain Lake, uh, Berkeley this last year, South Dakota this year, and then at nationals, like when we unlock that little piece of our team culture and kind of let it show out on the race course, those are the best performances that we have. This is something that, uh, you know, you're a, a competitor, not only as a coach, but as an athlete yourself, when you get to mm -hmm. this stage and you know, you're just a few days away from getting this thing rolling, what is the excitement level like for you? I mean, what does it feel like to be in your seat knowing that coming up on Saturday, everything kicks off for real? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, I, sometimes it kind of feels like I'm a parent. Like, I don't know. I've heard like, you know, your, your heart is like living outside your body. Like I love these girls so much and I just want them to you know, have so much success. So when they go and compete, it's just like a celebration of all their hard work. And it's, it's really fun to watch them. Barbara Perkins, Denver's head triathlon coach. The Pioneers kick off this 2023 campaign coming up on Saturday against Colorado Mesa uh, on campus at DU. And uh, it's so good to talk to you. It's it's such an exciting time to have, you know, new sports coming into an athletic department is cool uh, regardless, but especially to have sports that are in their phase of growth and, uh, and, and being able to bring more people into the fold is even cooler. Um, and thanks so much for taking the time and, and best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. Wrapping up this week's episode of the Denver Pioneers Coaches Show presented by Johnson Financial Group from the Front Range Toyota Store Studios. My name is Tyler Mon. We'll catch you next week.